0: Hello, hello everybody, and welcome! I'm your host, Ariane. I'm a tarot reader, an astrologer, and a psychosynthesis life coach, and you're listening to the second episode of the Neptune and Serenity podcast. Welcome! In today's episode, we'll be doing a tarot reading, especially for the sign of Aries, so people who have either or, Aries Sun, Moon, and Rising, And we'll be pulling and receiving a message from your ancestors to you. How exciting. I hope you're excited because I am. And I do want to say as well that this is the start of an entire Zodiac series, meaning that I'm starting with your sign today in this episode, but I will be doing 12 episodes in total, one for every single Zodiac sign, and you'll be able to watch. Well, sorry, watch. I'm so used to my... I used to be doing these readings on YouTube, so I I always say watch, but it's going to take a while to... Uh, add up uh, to uh, You know just uh, Get used to this, but uh, you can listen to every single Sign in your big three and for this series in particular because of the theme I especially recommend that you listen to your moon sign Okay, if you'd like to always say don't control you do whatever you want But I especially recommend that you listen to your moon sign if you are more the type to usually just listen to one or two of your signs and not all three of them, okay? so, and if you're listening to this, like, um, right after I post it, and this, the other signs are not, uh, posted yet, then make sure that you follow the podcast, and, uh, click the notification bell, so that you know when I actually, uh, upload it, and you can do so anyway, even if it's already uploaded, if you want to see more from me, but, um, yeah, we're starting this new series, I'm excited, um, this is a new series for the podcast, but, as you know, if you listen to the first episode as well, I used to do these kinds of readings, uh, very similar in format, but on my YouTube instead, Neptune Serenity, which you can still check out if you want to. And I did a similar series last month. Well, I just finished it, but last month technically. Uh, and the theme was love readings because um, my idea is to do a series like this for every every month. And the theme would be kind of connected or relevant to the zodiac season that we're in. So last month it was Libra season. So I chose love readings because, you know, Libra is ruled by the planet Venus, which is the planet of love and partnerships and relationships. And those are all themes very much connected to Libra. So it just felt very uh easy flowing and good to be doing a love reading series it just felt very aligned to do that during libra season and then i knew i wanted to do another series Uh, for a scorpio season and it took me a little bit of time to figure out which part of the scorpio archetype which team of the scorpio archetype i wanted to extrapolate on to do this series at first i had thought of doing shadow readings um in the sense of like the concept of the shadow self and uh meaning like the subconscious self and integrating the shadow and all that kind of stuff you know I am very familiar with shadow work I do it like personally for myself and also in my professional practice um but it just felt like it didn't feel right because shadow readings are so like personal that I just they're so intimate that I felt like you would not get as much out of them if I was actually just doing general readings publicly than if I was doing one-on-one services. So that's what I ended up deciding on. Okay, until the end of um, Scorpio season this year, 2022, um, I am selling a special offering of a shadow reading with me one-on-one because I think that's the best way for you to get a lot of value out of it. And it's just so much better when we do it intimately and personalized just for you. And I can actually like, you know, in, in my one-on-one uh services i don't do the, just like pre-recorded readings we really we meet live on zoom so that we actually have human contact together we meet each other and just you just get such a much better experience than if i was pre-recording readings or even then on my general readings here so if you're listening to is listening to my public readings and you're like oh my god she's so good she's so accurate they're amazing there my private readings are so much better like you have no idea at least no idea until you book which you should if you like this okay because it it really really help you out and uh, make your progress in your own path but anyway so i'm doing shadow readings one-on-one this month and then for the public series for scorpio season on here on the podcast um we're doing messages from your ancestors so, right, I think I've said everything I wanted to say before we actually get into it. Aries, keep listening, and let's get into your reading. All right, Aries, so let's see what message your ancestors have for you today. And there's still one or two things I want to clarify before we get into the cards. Uh, first thing I wanted to say is because I think I forgot to mention it in the intro is that I'm actually recording this on November 11th. So I'm recording this on 1111. So if that's like a special number for you, then well take it take it as a sign that this is extra magical and extra aligned for you and this is absolutely a message for you from your ancestors, okay? So awesome. I needed to mention it because it was so special and also because I don't think I'll be posting this episode on the same day so you wouldn't you wouldn't have known if i wasn't mentioning it but this magical energy is very much infused into your reading which is very exciting even for me um the other thing i wanted to clarify what i meant by ancestors just in case someone was wondering so ancestors can absolutely be uh spiritual guides of yours and they often are right um many of them are often part of your spiritual team and are kind of supporting you from above and you know whatever terms or the exact concept that you may believe in um they can be you know we all every single human being has so many freaking ancestors like literally thousands and millions of ancestors because you know the further back you go the more ancestors you have because you know when you think about even Uh, your direct lineage, like, you have two parents, and then you have four grandparents, and then you have eight great-grandparents, and then you have 16 great-great-grandparents, right? It just keeps multiplying, and so the further back you go, the more ancestors you have, which is why sometimes, like, sometimes I see, like, the other day I was seeing, like, um, this is kind of random, but it made me think of that, I saw, like, a video like a reel or tiktok of someone saying like they had gone to salem and they're like oh i was one of one of the women who were burned as witches one was one of my ancestors and there was a bunch of comments of people being like oh yeah she was my ancestor too and then some other comments were like oh everyone is a descendant from her like it smells fishy and it's like well you know maybe i don't know but like it's very possible like that was a long time ago those people have a lot of descendants today (laughs) okay so it can be many different people uh the people who come through during your reading i don't know they may name themselves or they may want to say who they are individually but it's more likely that they're coming through as a collective um it can be people you have no idea about it can be people that you've known in this lifetime and who have passed away and the only thing is obviously they have to have passed away if they're coming through in today's reading and uh to be considered like one of your ancestors like they have to be obviously older than you and like at least one generation above you so if it's like you had like a sibling or cousin who who has passed away they're not technically your ancestor because like generation generation wise they're at the same level as you so they're not going to come through in this reading okay but take it take it more like generally from your ancestors in general whatever they want to say to you okay yeah, so I think that's all I have to say about that. It, st- it still took three minutes, so okay. But let's get into it exactly at the 3 3 mark. Yay! <laughs> so I pre-pulled three cards from the Starseed Oracle today to start your reading. And I laid them face down, so I haven't looked at them or seen them either. We're going to start with that, see what it says and what... Um, messages i received from that intuitively and then i have also pulled out some uh decks and we'll pull more cards to get the fuller message for you all right okay so re- let's reveal the first card the first card here says messenger and it says serious energy like the star serious right serious energy bringing harmony and balance hmm With this, I think that your ancestors are telling you that they are bringing harmony and balance to your life, that they're helping you figure things out if that's what's needed for you at this time, that they're helping you um, going through tough times when you are going through tough times, and that they have a big role in bringing harmony and blessings into your life. So if if you've ever dismissed them, or even if right now you're listening and you're like, oh, I don't really know if I believe in all that, or if I really think that they're close to me um i heard behind me for some reason i don't know maybe you're you're visualizing it that way it doesn't really matter in that specific sense but um yeah yeah they are behind you in the sense that like they've got your back oh yeah okay that's why that's why i heard behind you because it sounded weird at first but cuz i didn't know what it meant but yeah they absolutely have your back and even those or if you're listening and you're like oh you know even if i believe Uh, that yeah my ancestors are there for me and watching over me like most of them are long gone and have never known me like why would they care i'm just some insignificant person or especially if you have kind of self-deprecating thoughts about yourself or your own life you're like i just i don't know i just watch tv all the time why would they care (laughs) um they absolutely do care about you and they absolutely love you even if you don't love yourself or even if you don't think that you're worth loving and admiring they are absolutely in awe of you because you are theirs, you are a part of them, and they are part of the reason that you're here, and that makes them very proud in and of itself, just because you're here, and they love you, because you're a part of them, you're the same lineage, you're the, you're the same blood, right? And because they're part of your spirit team, like, you know, especially the, the few that are part of your spirit team, like, that's literally, like, their job and their duty to, like, watch over you, and send you love and, and, and help, okay? So yes, they are doing that, and and uh, they're very loving towards you but the messenger thing i'm also getting that they could be saying that you have some kind of role as a messenger like in your own life purpose or in your own life um yeah but i'm not getting more than that right now so i'll leave it at that for now and we'll just see if we get more information about that in the rest of the reading, but that could just be like one little thing that they do want to mention. Let's unveil the second card. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> this card says, You're not alone, isolation, physical connection, community. Yeah, you feel alone, don't you? You feel lonely, you feel I'm hearing abandons. They haven't abandoned you. Okay, I promise you, they haven't abandoned you. Even when you think you're alone, um, you're not, not in a creepy way, but in like emotionally, right? <laughs> even when you feel like no one's there for you, no one cares about you, no one cares that you're sad if you're sad, no one cares that you're upset if you're upset. um, Even if that is true and the people around you physically, your, your ancestors always care. They really care about your well-being, they really care about your happiness, they really care... Uh, they have that very tender maternal or paternal love towards you, even if they're not an, an actual parent of you. That's the kind of tenderness and care that they have towards you. And they wish that you had towards yourself is what I'm hearing. And I'm hearing you've given up. So there's something about... There's something about there's something in your life that you're not... you're either going through a rough patch or... yeah, I think especially, you know, we're seeing isolation, community, you're not alone. You could feel very lonely, you could feel like you don't have many friends or those that you have are very surface level. You don't feel seen and heard and well kind of supported. You don't feel like you have a support system. And I'm hearing like you've given up because I think your ancestors think that you've kind of given up on actually trying to make that happen actually building a a, a circle of friends or or a support system that really cares for you and really works for you and helps you out and makes efforts because you kind of think like it's all for nothing anyway because no one cares that much about me except me and that's really heartbreaking for you but i almost think that you've kind of numbed yourself to those emotions of sadness and regret of not having not feeling that sense of support and love from other people other than yeah, I think, like, when you're going through stuff, you feel like you've only got yourself, and that's really, really sad, it really is, and I'm also getting intuitively that, like, you're, when you're doing well, or at least you have a part of your personality that's very kind of, like, jokester, and humoristic, and maybe extroverted, or life of the party kind of thing, and you feel like people, that's all that some people like about you some people love that about you but they don't like it when you're just yourself and you're not that anymore and so you feel like you're only loved and accepted when you go into the world or you go into like reunions family reunions and parties where you're playing that role or you're putting on the mask of that specific part of yourself and then when you're not feeling that way or you don't want to be that specific part of you people reject you or they don't want to hear about it or they don't care Mm. And then I just heard wrong people, wrong sentiment. Which I think is from your ancestors. But okay. Yeah. Let's just, let's unveil the third card and then continue. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're really going through something. I don't know if it's just the loneliness part that I talked about. But the third card is called Inner Earth. It's a very beautiful card. Lots of blues and uh, greens. And it says, You'll survive this new solutions and beginnings. Hmm. Yeah. And then I I just saw the fool in my mind, in my mind's eye when I said that. (sighs) And on the image of the card, it's kind of like a cavern. Is that how you say that? A cavern like close to the beach? So it's kind of opening up as if you could go into the beach, into the water, and then leave your your comfort zone and then start something else or go somewhere else. Okay, let me pull from the tarot now. And I'm sorry for the noise. If there's a lot of noise, I don't know. And let's just see... What your ancestors want you to know. What do Aries' ancestors want them to know? Okay, we have a lot of cards here. Very interesting. A message from Aries, well, from Aries' ancestors to Aries, please. So the first card we have, I'm not done shuffling, but we have the Three of Swords in Reverse. Oh, and I'm using the Ethereal Visions Tarot, if you want to know. Three of Swords in Reverse, clarified by the Hermit in Reverse. After that, we have the Four of Pentacles, and I'm going to pull a clarifier right now. Spirit, can you clarify the Four Oh, clarified by Death in Reverse. Very interesting. In the middle, we have the Queen of Cups, upright. And we're going to clarify it as well. That's where, can you clearly clarify the Queen of Cups here for Aries? We have the Nine of Cups. We do have the Magician in Reverse. I also kind of wanted to say hi, but I'm going to put it back into the deck. And then lastly well not exactly lastly but we have the high priestess in reverse clarified by the page of swords in reverse and then we have justice clarified by the six of pentacles and at the bottom of the deck we have the seven of swords in reverse yeah okay okay the first thing your ancestors want to tell you is that you've got so much to live for left that you don't see at all, that you don't know at all. I think that you're actually quite young and that could be in the literal, physical way. If not, as like of a spirit. Even if you're listening and you're like, I'm not that young or, you know, technically I'm, I've probably lived more than half my life and in terms of the time. Well, first of all, you could live longer than you think you will. And second of all, or you could be, maybe you're going to be very healthy and active for a longer period than you think you will and also like it's not always about time it's also just about like how much events are happening or how many emotions like even even if you're listening to this and you're like i'm like i don't know 75 years old just there's, there's still a bunch of stuff left to live for you like literally really um, and you have no idea i think because you're in this kind of uh rut i think is what the word i would use especially emotionally, you've kind of shut down your world or your hearts, and, um, I'm hearing there's a need for you to come back home to yourself, but what I wanted to say as well is that, um, yeah, you have so many great things coming to you in your future, and, and you're almost, like, I think some of you really genuinely think that, like, you um you think you've lived your best years already? I just okay, I just heard peaked in the high school. Um which is kind of funny. Well, yes and no. You know, you feel how you feel, but um I'm s- I'm sensing inner agitation from your energy when actually your ancestors are so calm and serene and peaceful so when you feel so agitated or so anxious which i think is kind of like a general feeling right now it's not just like oh i feel agitated at this time it's like i think it's kind of like something you're always feeling these days and you've kind of that's the thing it's like you've 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 settled for less than you deserve And when we use that expression, we usually mean like something concrete, like a romantic partner or a job or something. But for you, it's in the terms of your happiness. It's like you're not really happy, but you feel like that's the best you'll get, so you just settled. And you're like, oh, well, I'm just an unhappy person, or I'm just kind of depressed, or I'm just very anxious, or I'm just like kind of lonely, and that's just my life. It is what it is. I don't have control over it. And you're like you're rejecting your inner power to change things out like you are literally denying how powerful you are because you've convinced yourself that you were powerless in the situation which you're not and that's what your ancestors have to tell you today and that's why they want to communicate with you because they're like you have so much to give and so much to live for but we can't give it to you if you're not even going to be able to receive it you're very close to receiving and I think with the three of swords in reverse and the hermit in reverse I think that you had some I think you experienced some kind of betrayal I think you experienced some kind of betrayal in the past um and it could have been very dramatic and very painful when it happened so I'm not saying that you're crazy for having been hurt by this because of course it was very warranted in that moment um but I think that You've kind of shut down from that and never opened your heart fully again after that. And that's the issue. And that's when you started settling for this kind of half-life. Yeah. Okay. And you're so like with Herman in reverse, it's like you you think it's like you think people yeah okay okay yeah oh god you have so many stories that you're telling yourself just to not to 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 so just so that you you can convince yourself that it's out of your control and out of your power and that you're the victim so that it makes sense to your brain and you can continue on with your subconscious patterns um the thing is when this happened this heartbreak happened or you just had this difficult moment in your life it could have been someone cheated on you someone broke up with you a friend did something in your back like stabbed you in the back or even like a loved one passed away and that was really painful something that was very sudden and surprising and very painful and really kind of you know if this is your reading you already know what i'm talking about something very significant like a core memory but some very painful core memory right um it's kind of like there was in your life and in who you are as a person. There was a before this and an after this that were very different. And you really, not just shut down emotionally, but you very much isolated yourself out of self-protection. Not wanting to really be open and vulnerable emotionally with, with new people or people around you so that you couldn't get hurt again. And that's a very normal reaction okay of the human brain body and heart okay i think that's like the reaction that most of us would have and that's in this kind of situation like psychologically it's you know it's kind of like the the very like the coping mechanism it shows up in many different ways but like it it makes a lot of sense that this happened so there's there's nothing to be You don't need to blame yourself or be ashamed that you reacted in that way now that you're gaining actually self-awareness about the fact that you're in this pattern and you've put yourself there, okay? There's nothing to be ashamed of or embarrassed about because you needed to do that in that moment to cope because it was so painful in that moment. There was a part of you that needed to dissociate just so that you could process and not like break apart kind of thing, okay? But the thing is you became very possessive after that like after that we have the four of pentacles clarified by the death in reverse card and you've become very very nostalgic but like in a maladaptive way like i think that you see yourself um and i'm seeing this symbol of the sign of cancer so you could have cancer placements but spirit might only be showing this to me because it's a sign that's known for nostalgia um um yeah i think that you see yourself as very nostalgic maybe you watch a lot of the movies and tv shows that you loved when you were a child you listen to the same music you dress up i just heard y2k (laughs) maybe you dress up like that like right now that's trendy right but um yeah maybe you think that you're really into vintage or past stuff and maybe you are as well, but I am telling you, like what I'm seeing in this spread and getting intuitively, is that the reason why you are like such a nostalgic person is also because you refuse to live in the present, and therefore you refuse to live your, to build and live your future. You're stuck in the past because that's where you think that you're safe emotionally, and this is all happening on a subconscious level, of course. But you're very reluctance in letting go of anything or or in experiencing any kind of change because from that past painful experience your brain has registered change is painful change is scary change is difficult change is bad therefore we will do anything that we can to avoid it (laughs) and that includes you letting yourself change and evolve as a person letting the people in your life Kind of rotate right because you know the, the saying like some people are meant to be in your life for uh, what's the word what's the expression a season a lifetime there's another one i forgot the third one but you know some people are meant to be in your life for a certain period of time and some people are meant to be in your life for a longer period of time And that's natural, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong about that. Sometimes like you have some kinds of friendship breakups or fallouts that are not painful, that are just natural and they're meant to happen, but even that, you're not able to let that happen because you're in such pain. Or you could be someone who you cling on to people that you've known for a very long time for that reason. Maybe you've had the same friends, for example, for like years and years and years and that's not necessarily an issue but you haven't made any new friends in the recent years or at least if if yes it's like very surface level acquaintances and that's also like one of the signs for you that hey like you know you're in this pattern of living in the past because you don't want to face the fact that things have to change for you to become different um Because we all evolve in our life. So you've kind of stopped yourself from evolving. Meaning that you've stopped yourself from fully embodying. Giving yourself the chance to fully embody your greatness. And your full potential. And I think that's hurting your... I'm hearing that's hurting your finances. That's hurting your career, your studies. If you're studying, it's just hurting your potential to encounter new relationships you know if for example you've been single for a long time and there's a part of you that's like i would love to be in a relationship and then you're like why doesn't it ever work why can't i find someone why is no one into me or why does it doesn't ever work out it's because you're not being your authentic self because you haven't like emotionally let's say this painful past event happened when you were 16 it's like there's a part of you that hasn't emotionally evolved since you were 16 because you shut it down and so emotionally, you're still 16 years old. So if you're like, I don't know, 35, and you're like, why can't I find like a partner? It's because there's a part of your emotions that are still behaving and acting like a 16-year-old. And I'm not saying that in an insulting way of being like, oh, you're so emotionally immature. But it's also in the sense that like, if you have a 16-year-old emotion function, they're not going to find fellow 35-year-olds attractive. If you're 35, do you know what I mean? Hopefully that makes sense. Um, That was just one example. You could be any age, of course. But um, yeah, (laughs) like you're one, like you have, we have the fourth pentacles clarified by death in reverse. Like sometimes, you know, and we can take that example for you just by looking at the reputation that the tarot card of death has in the kind of mainstream media, right? So many people are scared of this card because they think it's kind of, well, they think it means actual death which no <laughs> and also it's dark and gloomy and we think darkness equals bad and that's not true that's also a very like if you were a race christian or some shit like oh my god like yeah you will definitely associate darkness with like bad things but that's not the case darkness is where we do shadow work and we need it to fully connect with our light okay Because the thing is, we all have light and darkness within us. And the more we... If we don't want to admit that to ourselves that we have darkness within us, if we don't want to ever dialogue with our darkness or spend time there or get to know that part of ourselves, or if we never want to accept it, if we're always trying to reject that part of darkness within us because we see it as bad and undesirable and our enemy... Um, you know, ironically, that's when it control it controls us the most. <laughs> when we reject our darkness or shadow side, that's when it controls us the most, okay? And that's why you fo- you, s- you meet some people sometimes who are like, they're telling you, I'm such a good person, I'm such a good person, I want to be such a good person, and they have good intentions, but then you learn that like, they're treating people like shit, or they're doing weird stuff, and you're like, what? it's because their, their shadow is completely controlling them because like their entire sense of self is based around the fact that they want to be a good person and if they ever think about the fact that they might have done one thing that hurt someone else it can completely shatter their entire sense of self and so obviously they're not capable of admitting that they're wrong <laughs> or that there is some stuff about them that's not so, so cute and fun and, and, and kind, right? But it's when you admit to yourself... Sometimes I have parts of me that are not kind, or I do things that are not kind, that you have to become a kinder person to continue on with the example example of kindness, okay? Um, Yes, so the, the death card. It's also the death card because of how it's been... Well, see, like, the entire thing about how, like, more conservative Christianity, for example, is really scared and repressive and, and, and repulsed by things like the occult and tarot, it's because those tools are not scared of darkness and they will actually help you evolve and do shadow work and there's a bunch of conservative christians who don't want to and i'm not saying that because i'm like against christians but like uh i'm talking about christianity as an institution okay not as people um there's a bunch of them who don't who want to keep you in control under their institution and if you actually become more self aware and self-empowered, uh, you will not be within their control anymore. It's all very shadow stuff and darkness stuff under a veil of um uh, good morality, which is very false. But anyway, I don't know why I was guided to talk about all of this. But um yeah, I just wanted to say that people think the death card is bad because in media it's like ooh every <laughs> You know, how many shows and movies have we seen where, like, someone goes to a tarot reader and then it's supposed to be, like, all gloomy and scary and weird. And then, of course, the first card that they pull is always a death card. And they're always like, you're in danger. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's supposed to mean that you're going to die. <laughs> but it's not about that. The death card has never been about that. The death card is about doing shadow work and letting things transform, which includes the cycle of death and rebirth. But it's all in a very symbolic, in a very symbolic way. It's not in a physical way, and I think you're also, you're scared of that, of letting things die just so that better things can be reborn, because you only see the death part, and you only see that as bad and painful and something to be avoided at all costs okay like seriously like that part of you who is terrified is very very strong because you've let it run free for a long time i should have known we would have gotten into the subconscious and the shadow self during a a a scorpio season reading but see like we needed messages from your ancestors but we we're still getting almost like a shadow reading at the same time Okay, what else do we want to know? I'm actually going to pull some cards from the other deck I've pulled right now. We have some other cards we haven't talked about yet, but I feel called to pull some more before we do that. I actually want to ask... This is the Mystic Mondays Tarot. I want to ask your ancestors like, what advice they have for you in regards to this specific pattern that we've been talking about before we move on to something else okay yeah some advice for Aries please oh wow two very beautiful cards two major arcanas at the bottom we have nine of cups in reverse but I'm not really going to talk about that I pulled two cards, two major arcanas upright. Okay, we have the hanged woman and the lovers. Okay, wow. <laughs> There's something about you need to change your perspective on things. You need to change your perspective on your own life. Before, before you make any concrete changes in your external world, take the time to really just be still and be present to your current life, okay? If you want to, uh, or if you think that's feasible for you to integrate something, something like a meditation practice where you're just present to how you're feeling right now, what's in your life right now, what do you think about it, how you feel about it, how does it look like, how does it feel like, just really witnessing, being the loving observer of yourself in your own life, just how it is right now, without changing anything about it just yet uh that will be really helpful for you right because the concept of the the archetype of the hanged man is how it's you know first called and now it's the hanged woman in this deck but um or the hanged one sometimes is how it's called in more gender neutral decks um is that the hanged man or the hanged woman here hangs uh will ties herself by the foot right uh, in reverse. So she's hanging, not hanging herself as like death, right? But hanging herself upside down and she, she does it to herself. It's not someone who's doing this to her as a punishment uh, or out of like revenge or pain. She does it to herself so that she can stay there and just be suspended in the air and look at her surroundings that she sees every single day from a different perspective. And then when she waits there and she looks at things from a new angle, she gains a new wisdom and a new understanding of her own circumstances that she didn't have before. That is the concept and the archetype of the hanged woman in the tarot. And so that is the advice that your ancestors have for you in regards to the situation that we've been talking about. Just try to witness yourself in your life from a different perspective. Try to look at it from a different angle. What else could it mean? Because I think you have a very strong story about what you make it mean for you. For example, if you're unemployed at the moment, whether by choice or not, you decide that you make it mean that it's because you're incapable of something like that. When actually you could, if you ch- decided to change your perspective, you could be like, well, I decide that me being unemployed, which is not necessarily some- it's something that's in my control, yes and no, but I-, I decide what it means. And I can decide that it doesn't mean that I'm incapable. It means that I am resting and choosing myself for some time. Or, you know, something like that. It can be so many different things, but just try to write a different narrative about your own reality before you change it and then with the lover's card the lover's card is about it is associated with the sign of gemini okay and it is about duality and it's about it's often linked to obviously romantic connections because it's the lovers and of course yes it can be that but i don't think this is necessarily your ancestors being like date around and that will fix everything i think that first and foremost this this is your ancestors saying like Try to reconcile the different parts of yourself. Try to harmonize and synthesize the different parts of yourself. Get to know the different parts of yourself, the different parts of your personality. Get to know them, accept them as they are, have dialogues with them, and um, find peace and harmony and a certain balance and partnership between the different parts of your personality before you enter a partnership with somebody else, and then when you've started working on, on yourself in that way and accepting more of yourself, it will just come more naturally for you to have a relationship with someone else if that's been something that you've been trying to do or looking for, and you're like, why isn't it working? It's because you don't even have that harmony within yourself. You don't even know how to have a partnership with yourself that's harmonious yet. Uh, and so when you figure that out uh, more profoundly, uh it will happen. I think the romantic relationship part will happen naturally if that's something that you want or that you've been seeking, okay? And um psychosynthesis coaching is really awesome for this kind of work. And I am a psychosynthesis life coach. So if you're interested uh in doing more of that, learning more about that, well obviously you can learn look into psychosynthesis on your own, but you can absolutely Work with me, okay? I will leave uh my links in the podcast notes, but just wanted to mention that because I thought it could be helpful for you. But let's now get. I think that's gonna be it for the specific pattern that we've been talking about. Let's get to the rest of your message from your ancestors. So as a reminder, here we have the Queen of Cups clarified by the Nine of Cups, the High Priestess in Reverse clarified by the Page of Swords in Reverse, and Justice clarified by the Six of Pentacles. Okay. Okay, so what do your ancestors want you to know, Aries? Mm. It's okay to feel like you're being pulled in different directions, is the one thing I'm hearing. yeah oh okay (coughs) sorry i don't know why i'm struggling with my throat chakra all of a sudden what i'm getting is um something very to the point which is i think about your career and or you know your your life's work your life purpose that kind of stuff Um, So it's your vocation, right? More than just your career, but it does imply your career. Midheaven stuff, we'll say it like that (laughs) in terms of astrology. Um, There are two very distinct things that you want to do. And if you don't know that as a fact yet, or if you don't know what those things are yet, you will figure it out soon. You're going to realize that you want to do two things that are very different and your ancestors don't want you to try to force yourself to choose one or to Like your ancestors want you to know you don't need to make sense as an individual. Even if you feel like those two things are very separate, they're very distinct. They're very different. And people might, you know, you might be scared like, Oh, people are going to judge me or people are not going to understand me. They're not going to understand why my path or my process, why I'm doing this or, when I'm at, this, at one of the two places, they're not going to understand why I'm doing the other thing. Or they're going to judge me for doing the other thing. And when I'm at the other place, they're going to judge me for doing the other thing. You know, something like that. And that's really not, like, necessary. Because if you were to reject one of those two aspirations that you have you would be rejecting a part of your aspirations and dreams and a part of your life purpose okay i'm really seeing like because the way this spread is it's like i have the queen of cups and the knight of cups on one side i have justice and the six of pentacles on one side and then in the middle i have the prince the high priestess in reverse and the page of swords in reverse and um, all the other cards are upright and they're in different like, columns, right? So I feel like they're two different things. And then the high priestess and the page of swords in the middle are kind of separating the the two things in two distinct uh, sides. Um, yes, there's you're meant to do two very separate things. And they're not necessarily meant to make sense together. They're not necessarily meant to join each other at some point they're not necessarily you're not necessarily meant to do like both of those very different things in the same job or at the same place or at the same pace or in the same way and that's totally okay it could be something like i don't know you want to be like a lawyer but then you also want to be a writer or something like that and then right now you're like that doesn't make sense, or you think that's like you have to choose, or that it has to be just one, or that one of them is better for you, and it's your ancestors are like no, they're both great, and there are there's reasons why you have both of these dreams and both of these aspirations and both of these joys of doing these things. Like go go b- do both of them. Like go become like a lawyer half of the time and the writer half of the time go become like a work part-time as a lawyer and the rest of the day you do writing or like you get a job as a lawyer for a year or two and then you you take a um a, 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 what's it called like a year off and then you go write or you know whatever it is we just took that as examples but whatever it is you have like two very separate dreams and you are meant to go after both of them if you were trying to reject either of them or put one of them on the back burner or try to convince yourself that one of them is less prestigious one of them is less cool one of them is less safe one of them is less achievable one of them is less valuable you would be betraying your own heart and your own intuition so don't do that yeah there's a big a lot of themes of duality for you right we just talked about that too with the lovers card. And, you know, both of these columns, like the Queen of Cups and the Nine of Cups on one side, and then Justice and the Six of Pentacles on one side, all four of these cards are very beautiful cards. It's like you have a lot of potential of success and emotional happiness and achievement in both of those fields or both of those jobs or both of those dreams. So, yes, you should pursue both. And also, like, you don't have to feel... If you're, like, to continue on with the example of Lawyer and Writer, like... Maybe you're thinking, like, oh, I can't have it all. Like, it would be greedy of me to dream of, like, being an amazingly successful lawyer who helps bring more justice to the world. And at the same time, being an amazingly non-conventional avant-garde writer who changes people's minds when they read my stories. Like, I can't have both of these amazing things. Or it would be greedy for me to want to achieve the best in both of these fields. I don't know why you would be thinking that, but that's what I'm getting. And your ancestors are like, no. Like, you can have, like, you can have it all. You can have it all. And if you want it, go for it. Like, be very unapologetic about how big you're dreaming and all the things that you want. You don't have to compromise anything here because you would be doing yourself a disservice if you were compromising. And I think, you know, I think that your fears of of being judged or misunderstood, I think that you're kind of... Blowing them out of proportion right now or when you're going to be considering this when you figure out what those two things are because it's going to be a non-conventional path and that will scare you. But even if that does happen, that people genuinely judge you or question you or don't understand you, people don't need to understand. They don't need to accept it. They don't need to understand your vision before it actually happens because when you actually make it happen when you actually become so successful that they cannot ignore your success and your light shining so bright anymore, they will have realized that they were wrong and you were right. So who cares? Don't let those people stop you. And the people, you know, the people who matter don't mind and the people who mind don't matter. That's kind of what it is for you. So even if if there's someone who's like, really doesn't accept you, as you are, doesn't accept those dreams as they are, tries to tell you that they're not possible, that you're dreaming too big, that it's ridiculous, that it's naive. It's not. It's really, really not. And um, that's not me saying that. That's your ancestors saying that. Remember that. Because your ancestors, they have wisdom that we don't have because we're still on this human 3D physical plane. They have transcended that already. And they have that wisdom and that mastery of understanding like, yes, this is meant for you. And you are capable of it, so go chase it. Because you're going to find so much success and happiness when you do that. When you claim your own personal, very, very unique path. Oh, wow. Wow. (laughs) I love that for you. Oh my gosh. Okay, maybe let's get like a final message. Let's get a final... Okay, Areses and sisters, do you have one last do you have one last message for them today? What is one last thing that they may want to tell you? Okay. First of all, I'm getting if you've been considering going back to school, they're saying yes, do that. Use your intellect. Or even if it's not going back to school. Um, like taking the time to learn. So taking an online course or reading some books, doing research about something. Maybe a new endeavor. They're like, yes, use your mind. Become a master with your mind. Okay? Because I got the Nine of Swords and also some other cards that I saw while I was shuffling. Gave me that message. Then maybe like a last confirmation. Oh my god so many cards came out flying when i said that um <laughs> okay i am seeing Hierophant in reverse just so you know but i'm gonna be putting back in the deck those cards yes oh okay interesting we have the death card now up right okay at the bottom of the deck we have the ace of cups and then oh my god we have the seven of pentacles um if you've been nourishing the hopes of meeting a special partner, it will happen. Okay, it will happen. Um, or if you've been trying to make a relationship work by putting a lot of effort and joy and happiness into this, um, yes, there is potential for it to work out for you. You do need to be patient, but it is coming. And for you, your love life is kind of like um, happening slowly but surely. So, if you're watching everyone else around you get partners very easily or meet people very quickly or get around a lot of people, you're not necessarily meant to, or even dating apps from here, you're not necessarily meant to go at it that way. But just keep working on yourself, working on your dreams, and keep visualizing what you want in a partner and in a partnership. And your ancestors are going to support you in that, okay? Especially if you've been settling, as we were talking in the beginning, right? Settling for less than what you want to be happy if you've been trying to convince yourself like oh my time has passed or i'm just not lovable enough to have the love life and the partnership of my dreams this is saying like yes this is possible for you and if you keep believing in it and if you keep nourishing that hope and working all the other things that you want to work on like it will happen and i just played the deck to the empress yes with the empress as well it's also about fertility so if you've been um if you want to have kids um this is also like in the same way on like it, it, it's gonna happen you can make it happen even if you're like i'm too old or it's been too long or I can't find someone who also want to have kids like yes like just be un- unapologetic about w- when you're in your manifestations about what you would like in a partnership keep working at it and yeah ten of pentacles and oh my god i just spent the deck randomly twice and i got ten of pentacles and then the world oh my gosh yeah listen the kind of core message of your ancestors for today for you Aries is like you can really have it all like right now you're settling because you think like you can't have more than what you have right now which is not really fun or doesn't really make you happy and it's like you can really have it all you can really have a really successful career you can have some doing things in your day that you're passionate about be connected to yourself be welcome and open to change and have the love life and relationship and support system of your dreams that makes you feel really loved and really happy, okay, it's, it's, it is possible for you, it's within reach, and, uh, your ancestors have already been helping you, uh, with that, and, uh, will continue to do so if you want to keep working with them, all right, so, wow, Aries, my loves, I love this message for you, I hope that that was really helpful and, uh, supportive for you, I bet that it was, Uh, if it was and you want to let me know that you enjoyed this you can make sure to follow the podcast to get more from me if you want to uh, let me know how this resonated for you you can and tell me about your path you can of course uh dm me on instagram or email me all the info will be listed Uh, as i said you can work with me privately if you'd like to go deeper either about this or something else i'm an astrologer tar reader life coach as i said in the beginning so my link, uh, with all my services and and information and how to book, I will also list that. Uh, if you'd like to thank me monetarily, you can tip me at the link, or I will leave in the podcast notes as well. And um, yeah, I think I've said everything I wanted to say. Thank you for spending some time with me here. I hope to connect with you again. It was great to uh get, do this reading for you. I'm honored that I was able to channel your ancestors for you. They love you so much, and it's beautiful to see. And as we said at the beginning, you have so much to live for that is amazing. So can't wait for you to uh, choose that path for yourself and make it all happen because you're capable, you're amazing, I love you, your ancestors love you, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye! <laughs>